Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from July 28th until August 4th, where we are closing out the month of July and moving into some big energies in August. Now, there are many transitions that are happening here over the next week, and we will be sure to cover them in today's podcast episode. For those who join me regularly, thank you so much and welcome back. And if you are a new listener, welcome to this podcast that I have been doing since 2012 as we look at astrological energies through a spiritual, intuitive, and energetic perspective. And that is part of how I interpret the energies and also how I hope that they help you on your path and what you're experiencing right now. Astrology is a beautiful language of energy, of cycles, of themes, and the more we understand these energies in our lives, we start to notice them. Things start to click. We start to understand more of what we're moving through, or at least we can tap into a higher perspective around what may be going on or the opportunities that are presenting themselves. So astrology provides us with wonderful insights into our daily lives, into what's happening in the world at large, and connects us with the bigger energy systems of the cosmos. It has been studied and applied for thousands of years, and this alone gives astrology a lot of credibility because if it weren't accurate, if it didn't keep showing up and demonstrating useful information, it would have disappeared eons ago. And yet it still is valid. It still shows us the themes, the cycles, and the messages that are available to us. But just like any language, you would have to understand the language more. So I hope that these weekly podcasts help you in understanding astrology and connecting to these energies that we are all moving through at this time. So here we are at the end of July. And we have Jupiter re-entering Aquarius. Now, Jupiter is retrograde still and will be retrograde until October 18th, where it will voyage back to 22 degrees of Aquarius. In your natal chart, Jupiter is covering the territory from 29 to 22 degrees of Aquarius, which is also where it was earlier this year, specifically towards the second half of March to the first half of May. So here comes Jupiter retracing those tracks and basically saying, look here, look here, what opportunities, what developments, what areas of life are opening up for you and being very much supported as Jupiter does. Jupiter expands. It makes things easier. It brings in resources and opportunities. Jupiter can bring in a lot. It can be exaggerations. It can feel like overwhelm at times. But the driving intention of Jupiter is growth. What are you learning? What are you understanding? How are you growing in yourself and in your energy? And as it moves through this, these degrees of Aquarius again, what it's doing is bringing our attention back to some matters that first came up 
the second half of March through the first half of May. If you can remember, I know it always takes a minute to even recall what was happening at that time, but it's going back and forth in your natal chart in a particular house or houses and showing you more that you can work with here. Now, Aquarius is where we see a lot of energies come together, where a lot of systems interact. It's where we have things that connect and there can be new possibilities that emerge, new visions. Aquarius is about the future. Where are you going? What have you come to understand about your path? Aquarius is also about the groups, the friends, the connections that we have, but also about the energies you possess as an individual and how your unique energy then connects to the whole and offers something back out into the world at large. So what we have are some opportunities opening up here that we're not quite done with. And in fact, Jupiter is going to stay in Aquarius until the end of December, specifically December 29th, where it will then re-enter Pisces. So from now until the end of the year, Jupiter in Aquarius is supporting us in getting on a better track, in really understanding what is calling to you, what's encouraging you, what's opening you up. This is the energy of where you're going, and it can bring in the people to support that. It can also bring in new ideas. Now, Aquarius tends to work quickly. It is electrifying. It is juicy. It has a very fast-moving energy that can just feel like lightning strikes, and you have a solution. You have an idea. Yes. There's a lot of yes energy with this Jupiter in Aquarius. So we're being given some opportunities here to re-examine or reconsider some parts of our experience that maybe it wasn't quite the right time. Maybe you needed to think about it some more. Uh, Aquarius is an air sign and the air signs are the thinkers. They're also the overthinkers. So there's something here where we're looking at what have you been ruminating on and now there's going to be some openings around how to move the energy, how to take it forward, and what you can do that maybe is in better alignment with yourself. So this is a very intelligent energy, by the way. It's very smart. And so that's where you can have some brand new creative solutions, some higher awareness and higher understandings. This Aquarius energy also connects us with future timelines, where you're going, what you want, what matters to you for the long term. So it's very inspiring and it supports us in making sure that we're in alignment with what we want and that we're basically setting our intentions and taking actions towards that goal or that pathway. Now, on July 29th, we're going to have Mars in Leo make an exact opposition to this Jupiter retrograde in Aquarius that happens at 29 degrees right before Mars enters Virgo. So the Mars opposition to Jupiter can feel like a lot at once, like a lot of energy, a lot going on. There can be a sense of, I have to get this done, I'm ready to move this forward. 
it can be too much because that Jupiter energy can expand us beyond what we're physically capable of. So there is a requirement here towards the end of July to be mindful of your physical energy, what you can really do, and to be honest with yourself if it's too much. And this could be that you realize my calendar is loaded this week, I can't do one more thing. Or I really have to look at what my commitments are, what I can handle, because I don't want to wear myself out. I don't want to stretch myself too far. So do keep that in mind here as July comes to a close. Then we're going to see Mars enter Virgo on July 29th, and Mars does very well in Virgo. That's because Virgo is associated with both the body and the mind, how they work together. Virgo is the energy of an athlete, a very active physical energy that wants to mentally understand the body. And that's part of the connection in Virgo between the body and the mind, is that you're wanting to understand how does this work? How does the body work? What are the systems within the body? And it's a very almost scientific approach to what the body needs, a mental approach. But there's also the component of Virgo that's about the healing, the care, the regular maintenance of the physical self. So when Mars enters Virgo, we have a sense of responsibility around our physical vessel. We want to be sure that we're taking care of it with proper exercise, working out, water, good food, all the things that we know about, all the things that we're aware of. Well, Mars and Virgo will stick to a routine to see the results. There's a dedication here with Mars and Virgo. There's a sense of staying with it to see the payoffs and to see the improvements. And Virgo wants us to improve our life. Virgo looks for solutions. So I feel like this Mars and Virgo is very strong, grounded, clear, also very practical, very aware of when something is going too far or you're pushing the body too much. So we have the potential now as Mars stays in Virgo until the middle of September, to be very aware of the management of our daily energy, how we are taking care of ourselves, and to also go slow. Because in Virgo, the small steps count. You don't have to do it all at once. And this is about that energetic management of knowing that if you do two things today, that matters and that pays off in the long run. So there is a dedication here with that Mars and Virgo. And again, it likes routines. It likes knowing that I'm going to do something every day and that's going to lead me to the results I'm seeking. So I feel like this Mars and Virgo is going to be very grounding. It's going to support us in coming back to the essentials, the essentials in life and the essentials in what we need to take care of our physical selves. This means you could be drawn to a new type of body work or energy work, healing work. There could be something that will really support your body that maybe you're willing to try or to keep doing or to even do differently. So keep in mind that this is going to be a very grounded, clear energy. And this Mars is also traveling behind Venus in Virgo, who is wanting us to feel confident and good about ourselves. She doesn't want us to do too much. 
Venus in Virgo wants us to only take on what we can handle and to stick with it, to give ourselves time to see the improvements or to see something show up that demonstrates it's working, it's paying off. So these two planets in Virgo are grounding us at this time, are bringing us back into a sense of what we can be responsible for and take care of without going too far, without doing too much. This also can be a very productive start to the month of August where you're ready to work on some projects or make some advancements on things that maybe you weren't ready for, you didn't have time for, you weren't ready to focus on. And now as we have planets moving into Virgo, we're ready to make progress, get something done. Uh, Virgo energy is commonly associated with back to school where we buy the school supplies, get ready for a new school year, get organized, what is needed, what is essential, and basically get ready for the new routines around what it means in our daily lives to kind of transition back into the necessities of life after summer, after vacations, after maybe experiencing some gatherings or trips. So the Virgo energy brings us back into what we need to take care of and gives us support in focusing on those daily essentials. I actually like to think of the Virgo energy as our daily devotions, what we're devoted to every day, what matters to us, what supports our self-care, what is interesting and stimulating mentally, and what also helps the physical body. So the Virgo energy is strong and That is combined with the strength of the Sun in Leo and Mercury in Leo. So with the Sun and Mercury in Leo, we are opening up to more of our own light, more of our own creative power and expression. The Leo energy wants to have fun, it wants to play, it wants to enjoy life. So this could also be an energy you're feeling where you want to do something that helps you let loose, that gets you out of some of the burdens of life or some of the things you've had to take care of. The sun in Leo is all about returning to a sense of power, a sense of self, and reminding us of the energy that we always travel with. And now we're going to see this Mercury in Leo conjunct the Sun in Leo. And when they are together on August 1st, the conjunction between the Sun and Mercury at 8 degrees, there's a lot of energy, a lot of talking, a lot of movement. Uh, There can be more things you're wanting to do in a day more communications, more text messages, or just feeling this, it feels like a positive, uplifting energy. It's giving us a sense of what you can move forward, what is interesting to you, what you want to do. It has the sense of what is inspiring me and motivating me right now. And then we combine that with the Virgo energies of Venus and Mars and Virgo and We can take that inspiration from Leo and apply it realistically and say, this is how to do it. This is how to solve it. This is how to move it forward. So this is very productive energy. This is where you can have a sense of, I finally know what to do, or I finally can see a path here 
that I didn't realize before. So stay open to those types of solutions and directions over this next week because it could be that something just clicks and it moves ahead and it moves ahead effortlessly. Now, on that note, we do have a moment of pause as Mercury in Leo opposes Saturn retrograde in Aquarius at 10 degrees. And this opposition is some kind of standstill. So this happens August 1st and 2nd, and it typically means that Saturn puts up a stop sign and says, have you thought this through? How much of this have you really considered going forward? Have you done the research? Have you checked the details? Have you verified the facts? That Saturn wants to ensure that we're being responsible, we're not missing anything important. And when it opposes Mercury and Leo, that excitement and vibrant Leo energy can feel a little diffused, like there's something you wanted to do and then all of a sudden, wait, halt, stop. Saturn can be an authority figure or a mentor, somebody older, a father figure, a boss, Someone who maybe feels like they're putting out your fire, they're putting out or dampening all this energy you've had to do something new or to move it forward. And the Saturn energy just wants to ensure that everything's in place, you haven't missed something important, and that it can be even better because you took a moment to pause. So again, that is August 1st and 2nd. Then August 2nd, Mercury moves on. Mercury's moving pretty fast right now. Mercury is going to trine Chiron on the same day that Venus in Virgo trines Uranus in Taurus at 14 degrees. The trines are support, and this is the outer planets supporting the personal planets. So we have some things connecting and clicking here. Then we have another checking in period August 3rd, where the sun in Leo then opposes Saturn in Aquarius retrograde, while Mercury in Leo squares Uranus in Taurus at 14 degrees. So I feel like what's unfolding here is that there is this zest for movement and creating. There's a sense of, I'm ready, let's do this, let's go. That Leo energy, again, can be very motivated And also very much aware of what it wants. Where that Leo energy is a fixed sign that says, this is what I want, this is where I'm going, this is what I'm going to do. But these conversations with the outer planets might just bring in more to consider, more that you didn't think about, the bigger picture, the long-term picture. And in the highest expression These energies can remind the Leo energy that it's not just you, you're not just doing this alone, or it's not only about what you want, there's other things to consider. So I feel like this first entry into August, we're going to have a lot of excitement or movement, again, a very productive time, but there's things here that show up that can be unexpected, sort of like, oh, wow, I didn't know that piece of information, or oh, wow, I never even considered that perspective, or I didn't know that was happening. So you want to leave some space and room for what you don't know, for what is not fully gathered together yet, 
I also feel like this energy is supporting us in maturing the Leo energy because the Leo energy can be associated with the archetypal teenager energy where you're ready to go and you have that enthusiasm and you're clear about something, but you're learning as you go. You're gathering experience as you go. So I feel like there's some type of maturing energy that's coming in here as we move into August and it's asking us to not be too fixated on one particular outcome, to know that there can be many ways that something can happen or unfold and it might not be exactly what you want or exactly what you expected. Now, there's a lot of energy here with the fixed signs. The fixed signs are Taurus, Leo, Aquarius, and Scorpio. But the planets are in Leo, Taurus, and Aquarius. And they're having a conversation that's requiring each of them to open up a little bit more. It's like this energy is if you've been too stuck or stagnant, if you've been resistant or unwilling, there's energies over this next week that are jostling you. Like they're kind of shaking you, kind of breaking up where the energy has been too rigid. So understanding this can help with expectations, can help with not putting pressure on yourself to know or have everything planned out right away. I also feel like there's going to be shifts and changes that help us loosen up. It's sort of like maybe you don't realize where you have a really tight muscle and then once you get a massage or you have energy work done or some kind of body work, it relaxes and you're like, oh wow, I didn't even realize that was so tight because it had been that way for so long. So if you can do anything that supports loosening up, uh, relaxing, allowing, stepping back, that's going to support this forward movement and it's going to flow more. It's going to be easier. It's going to have a sense of, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. I can do that. Sure, that's a great option. Yeah, no problem. I can meet you there. And again, even if it's not exactly what you expected or wanted, there could be something that's a lot easier that shows up the more that you're able to loosen and relax. I just did a podcast for you on Monday, July 26th about the 8-8 Lionsgate portal energies that coincide with the Leo new moon at 16 degrees. And we are currently in that energy now. We are in this period of receiving bigger downloads of light where the sun is very alive, very dynamic. When the sun is in Leo, it is at its strongest and most vibrant. And there is something happening for each of us now where the downloads are coming in. And I feel these as light codes. I feel these as higher frequency energies that are coming in ready or not. And we are releasing a lot of karma that I feel has been in the body. And what I'm seeing around this is I see it as the seven chakra system and around the edges of each chakra, which is the spinning wheel of energy, there are energies leaving, like they're burning away. They're just burning off and they are connected to parts of our lower consciousness, parts of our karmic experiences or karmic energies. They're also energies that we're complete with and they're just burning away. But you could feel it 
energetically, physically, spiritually, where you could feel parts of your body are being purged, cleansed, detoxed. You could have it show up through something in the physical body, like a certain ailment. Uh, Maybe there's something with your sinuses going on. Maybe there's something in your lower back or, you know, anywhere in the body. It could be experiencing this energy. And if you can hold the intention to graciously release, lovingly release, and appreciate what you've learned, appreciate what has supported you in terms of raising your consciousness, showing you more about your energy, also helping you perhaps meet some of those unconscious belief systems that we don't always know we're carrying around. That's part of what is burning away. And as we look at the nodes where we have the North Node in Gemini, which is what we are understanding in a new way, the North Node in Gemini is activating the throat chakra, our ability to speak up, to say what we need, to express ourselves, to share our thoughts. The Gemini energy is a mental energy that's about how we process information. Also, maybe some things we didn't understand about ourselves, like certain perceptions or ways of viewing the world that you just always assumed or you thought other people thought the same way. The North Node in Gemini is opening us up to more questions, to being curious, to having different kinds of conversations, and asking clearer questions to give us better information and better answers. So at the same time, as we are expanding and understanding more about ourselves through the Gemini energies, we also have that South Node in Sagittarius, which is clearing out these expired belief systems. It's helping us release some of the lower energies of Sagittarius, which correlate to assumptions, expectations, our opinions, ways we thought we were right, or we thought I'm right, you're wrong, the ways that we had unconscious judgments. And these can be judgments of yourself, where you might notice, wow, I was really judging myself for how I handled a certain experience or when I was going through something really hard, I really expected myself to do better or to know better. So we can see more of our self-judgments. We can see more of where we made assumptions, assumptions about others, assumptions about ourselves, assumptions about something. And then we further assumed maybe someone else agrees with me or this assumption is correct. So we're getting into more of what we've been traveling with that is expiring, that is shifting your truth system. And one of the higher aspects of Sag is that we grow through our truth, our belief systems. We look at, what do I really think about this now? Is this really my truth? And usually this can show up through the programming you grew up with, the ideology, philosophy, religious, or spiritual programming that you grew up with that was your normal. It was just what you knew. And so if you grew up Catholic or you grew up as a Jehovah's Witness, there's certain things you experience that were normal to you. Now this can also 
relate to certain cultural practices, certain things your family always did. And as you see more of the world, whether that is through education, through books, through travel, through study, as you expand more about how others view things differently, it can either be an opening where you say, oh, wow, I never considered that, or that's really interesting, I never would have thought of that, or you can become more rigid and go into the right or wrong of, well, that's wrong because that's not how I did it and how I did it is right. So what we're looking at is where we have these barriers and energies of separation based on the lower expressions of Sagittarius, which is the righteousness, the judgments, uh, the sense of I have to be right, someone else has to be wrong, and really looking at does that serve you? Is that still your truth? And where are you at with these Sagittarius themes in your life in terms of your bigger understanding of the world at large? One of the beautiful gifts of the Sagittarius energy leads us to acceptance, where you can fully accept what is correct for you. You're like, this is what works for me. This is what I've been through. This is what I've seen and experienced in my life. This is my truth. And I fully accept that someone else is going to have a different experience, a different opinion, and that's okay. That's beautiful. Where that Sagittarius energy doesn't apply judgment or doesn't want to create separation, which also can create alienation. And that alienation can be another strong theme with Sagittarius, where when you realize, I don't fit into this group anymore. I don't agree with their ideology. I don't agree with what they practice and what they believe. So I'm leaving. And there's many stories, and maybe this has been your experience, where you leave and then you're alienated. Then they shut you out. You're not welcome back here. You're not a part of us anymore. And that can be a very interesting dynamic too, where there can be this whole us versus them dynamic that shows up in these belief systems where if you're not a part of us, then you're not in the club and we don't want anything to do with you. So alienation is another strong Sagittarius theme, but it also is expanding you. And it's part of that Sagittarius energy of growth where you're saying, but I want to learn more. I want to see this differently. I know the world is a huge place. There's all types of philosophies in the world. I want to understand more and not be too attached or overly attached. I want to just be open. And so that Sagittarius energy, when it's in its higher expression, very open, very accepting, very allowing of each person to choose their own truth or whatever beliefs work for them. So at a personal level, we've had opportunities to look at our belief systems, and this can show up in every area of life because it can be the foundation of energy in all areas of your life. For example, what you believe about relationships, what you believe about partnerships, what you believe about friendships or family dynamics. You might have some unconscious belief systems that have been driving these areas of your life that you didn't even realize were there. 
And one of them can be that maybe you weren't aware of some like power dynamics that you've already or always experienced in relationships. Or maybe there were certain roles that you expected someone to play or that you had to play in order to be loved or in order to be recognized. So the area of belief systems is very big and foundational in our lives. And as the South Node is traveling through Sagittarius until the end of this year, we're getting more glimpses into what we've been unconsciously holding and experiencing. And then we have the potential to talk it out, stay curious, open up our minds, open up what we assumed, and go into those higher expressions of Gemini, which gives us more information which allows us to talk it through and talk it out in order to really determine if this is still true for you, if it's still accurate for you, and of course, if this is still how you want to live your life based on these energies. So I feel like this Leo season is helping us burn away and really get rid of more of these parts of ourselves that we've either been working on and healing, we've been aware of, I feel like throughout this year and even last year, many of us have met some of our unconscious traumatic energies where you've seen parts of yourself that you didn't realize were there, whether that is trauma from childhood or some deep pains or some deeper issues uh, that you've just understood or have just come to light recently. I feel like people have been doing a lot of intentional work around these parts of themselves and that's part of what's letting go. It's just burning away. It's it's being removed and purged and it could be working with you through all seven of your chakras or you could feel it strongly in say one or two. But this is a big energy shift. There's very big energy changes happening now and it feels like what we're really understanding is more of the purity of our hearts, of who we are, what we want, and what matters in our lives. So I'm seeing this interesting shift happening where belief systems are deeply changing and they're affecting our value systems. And it's the value systems in terms of the priorities in our lives. What do I want in my life that would be meaningful to me that really coincides with my personal values? And this can be understanding, well, spiritual growth is really important to me. Family and the people I love, very important to me. My business, my passion, my soul mission, very important to me. Travel, growth, education, very important to me. So you can have these bigger tiers or bigger categories that you're in touch with, that you're aware of in yourself, and you're like, this is how I want to live my life. These are my values. This is what matters to me. And then I want to ensure that my belief systems are in alignment with my values. And I'm visualizing it as these vertical categories, although it could show up in any form for you. But it's a bit like, Do your belief systems match what you value? And are you really valuing and honoring that you can absolutely have what you want in this life? Even as the world changes in these big, huge ways, even though there's a lot of of chaos and things are uprooted and uncertain, are you 
still grounded in your value systems and your truth systems because those will be some of your most important navigational tools as we move through this decade. So I think this is important because of the energy that we're in here with these Lion Gate portals, very active and very alive, especially as we move towards that Leo new moon. And then I have another show for you coming up on Monday. That will be uh, Monday, August 2nd. That's about the second half of 2021 into 2022. Now, the information in this podcast is very important, and it's one of the gifts of astrology, where we can see the themes coming. We can understand the cycles. We can understand what's on the horizon, what are some possibilities, how things might play out. And of course, we say might because there's no way to know for certain but we get a clear heads up. And I've mentioned this before, but it was in December 2018 when I did the podcast about how things are changing permanently on the planet starting in January 2020. And that throughout 2020, there would be big themes around health, rationing, supplies being limited, uh, all these different categories. That was all in the astrology. So Monday's show is also a heads up on what is possible, on what might show up. And I talk about the financial outlook, what is shifting with health and health being an ongoing priority, talking about what may happen with new lockdowns and things changing in 2020, the importance of doing gatherings and seeing people in the second half of 2021. Please check out that podcast again. It's August 2nd, and we'll go through some of the big astrology here in the second half of 2021 and what to look for and be aware of as we move into 2022. And so in the Aquarius spirit that we've been talking about, specifically Jupiter in Aquarius that wants us to be creative and connect, I want to introduce you to a friend of mine named Sage. Her name is Sage Adderley. I've known her for a number of years, and she initially helped me with getting some of my books launched and the marketing and public relations for my books. I've known her for a number of years, and she is all about supporting creatives and writers. And she's starting a new online community for those who are storytellers and creatives where you want support, you're looking for support for your creative projects. She helps with that process. She helps you connect with other people and she's doing some weekly Zoom calls. She's helping you connect with other people in the same boat. She does coaching. She's helping through an interactive forum so that you can move things forward and know that you're supported. This is about also accountability with your writing projects where maybe you give yourself a deadline. Uh, This is going to help you grow your confidence in anything that you're wanting to develop. Sage is very real, very authentic. She gives space for vulnerability, for openness, but also for developing your confidence. So she's starting this new group. It is a monthly group and it's for storytellers and wild creatives. Check it out. I'm going to put the link below here. And it's about community. It's about the community that we need when we're on a creative adventure and we're looking for 
others who get it, who understand, and we can talk about things with. So I'll leave you that link in case this is something that would be timely for you and offers you more of what you're looking for right now. Because it's a wonderful time to express yourself, however that means, whatever that looks like for you. Also on an astrological note, the August 2021 Soul Growth Astrology Program is here. You can get it for 11 bucks with coupon code LEO. And this is where I go through all the astrology of the month, including the 8-8 Leo New Moon and the second Aquarius Full Moon. I also want to let you know that I've extended the 50% off pricing on how to read your solar return chart. And this is a little bit more intermediate advanced. This is where you're going to really get into the energies that are showing up for you on your solar return, which is your birthday, and understanding the themes of the year ahead. And I give you nine things to look for. We go through all these different points, we do it together, we interact, and then you can see what is emerging for you in the year ahead. And this is a wonderful way to not only keep studying astrology, but to know more about your own life, to know more of what's happening for you in your world and in the year ahead. So definitely check that out. I wanted to make sure that more of you were able to take advantage of that 50% off price. Oh, and the coupon code for that is BIRTHDAY. So as always, thank you so much for joining me. I hope that this really supported you and just gave you some good insights into what you might be experiencing as we head into August. I hope that the month begins in a beautiful, supportive way for you and that you're really feeling that productive energy show up. I'll be back on Monday and Wednesday with our next podcasts. And in the meantime, Take good care of yourself, love yourself, trust yourself, and know that there are beautiful opportunities and solutions happening right now and that it's a beautiful time to be here on this crazy wild planet. So take good care, my friends, and I'll see you back here very soon.